This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast is brought to you by Swenson Real Estate, service before self. With over 30 years experience, they've seen it all. Contact Jeff and Lorena today at 406-253-0033. That's 406-253-0033. Swenson Real Estate, service before self. From here in the beautiful Flathead Valley, I'm Micah Drew, and this is the Flathead Beacon Podcast for Wednesday, July 14th. Kalispell singer-songwriter Mike Murray spent last fall and winter taking a break from his relentless schedule of gigs to spend some extra time with his family, which now includes a new baby girl. In that time, he finished work on not one, but two albums— We Are Like Warriors was released in February, and Western Sky came out just last month. Mike is one of many local artists that will be taking the stage at this weekend's Under the Big Sky Music Festival. Since last year's festival was cancelled, this will only be the second year of Under the Big Sky, but it is set to be quite literally the biggest event of the summer. Organizers are expecting roughly 20,000 attendees on Saturday and Sunday night, in addition to a smaller crowd on Friday, which is reserved for 2020 ticket holders who kept their tickets. The festival is headlined by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit and Tyler Childers, but organizer Johnny Shockey places a high priority on local acts such as 20 Grand, Hannah King, and of course, Mike Murray. Mike joined me today to talk about his experience playing Under the Big Sky in 2019, his recent records, and what he's looking forward to most this weekend. If you haven't already, don't forget to grab the latest edition of the Flathead Beacon on newsstands today throughout Northwest Montana, in which our managing editor, Myers Reese, previews Under the Big Sky. And before we get to Mike, a reminder that this podcast is made possible in part by the members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, in print, online, and here in the podcast studio. And they do so for as little as $5 per month. Plus, they get some great perks too. To find out more or join today, check out BeaconEditorsClub.com. Now, on to this week's guest, Kalispell singer-songwriter Mike Murray. His bluesy folk rock music will close out the Big Mountain stage at Under the Big Sky on Friday evening. appreciate you uh, taking the time and hopping on here with me. Oh, absolutely, man. I know last year you had a pretty busy summer with uh, regular gigs, and then you got a bit of a hiatus, family time with a new new baby girl. How's that been? Yes, that's right. It was really amazing. I mean, I, I think that it's, it seems like for a lot of us humans, you know, perhaps a good byproduct of the pandemic was a little bit more time for downtime or family or whatever, which we probably wouldn't otherwise take, you know, just with the demands of life. But that was certainly the case for me. I mean, since I started playing gigs like 10 years ago, I've never had a stretch like that of time off from gigs. It was basically like October to March. We didn't have any gigs. So it was really awesome. (laughs) It was a really special time. Yeah. 
Well, since then, I know you've kind of come back full on to the gig scene playing pretty much most nights, it seems like. What's it been like just kind of getting back out there after the break? surprisingly normal. (laughs) That's sort of the funny thing. Like I, I remember before some of our first gigs back after the, you know, sort of laying low this winter at feeling, uh, you know, a little bit uneasy just about getting back out, you know, into public and around so many people and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, particularly with gigs in the summer being largely outside, it's, it's felt surprisingly normal and really wonderful to be you know, to be playing live again, and then also being around people again and having those social experiences has been really awesome. And then I know we reported on it a while ago, but you did release, I believe it's your fifth album in February? Yes, I did. Well, it's funny you should say that because I I was saying, I was playing a gig the other night and I was sort of using a metaphor, like my albums were like my children. And (laughs) that particular album I put out in February, We Are Like Warriors, has been sort of eclipsed because I just, it's not available online yet. So that's one caveat, but I did just put out another album in June um, that I've just been kind of selling CDs and stuff at gigs. So it's, it has almost kind of eclipsed that album I put out in February, but to answer your question, I'll kind of lump both, both those albums in. Um, it's been really great. Like, and, and that was sort of a byproduct of the downtime too, to have more time to write and more time to record but yeah, it's been such a such a gift to play these new songs live. Um, and especially some of them we did play live prior to taking our time off and some of them were brand new. So it's been fun, especially for some of those new ones, to, to play them live for the first time. And yeah, it's been really great. Well, tell me a little bit more about the new album that you just put out then. Yeah, so that one's called Western Sky. Okay. And I wrote all the songs you know, sort of during the earlier part of the pandemic, like the March, April, May, 2020, especially kind of that first wave of lockdown. So a lot of the songs are sort of not directly dealing with like the pandemic specifically, but maybe some of the feelings that it brought up in all of us of uncertainty about the future and uh, things like that as a very nature centric album. I mean, I've always loved nature and spent a ton of time outdoors, but even more so, I think during the the shutdowns, it was a central part of my life. And so there's a lot of sort of nature themes and definitely has a very sort of Western Americana feel to it. I recorded it, you know, as, as you mentioned earlier, you know, we, we had a baby in September and so my wife works almost full time. So we do a lot of shared parenting. So a lot of my recording time was had to be while daughter Isla was, was napping or sleeping. And my, my studio is right under her room and under our older daughter's room too. So like the album has a very quiet feel to it. Like I recorded the drums with brushes and it's just a very mellow, quiet album. And it was kind of forced into that, but it was fun. It was kind of a fun, creative boundary to have while making it and kind of pushed me in a different direction than things I've made before. When you've been back out there playing gigs recently, does it feel like there's any dichotomy of playing maybe songs that you wrote during the pandemic that have that kind of, you know, message and feel of that kind of emotion we were dealing with and then playing them to a crowd when the summer feels kind of normal again? Right. That's a great question. Um, I would say for the most of the songs seem to sort of transcend like the specific feelings around the pandemic, but there is one particular song that 
I mean, again, it's not like so on the nose that someone would know exactly what I was talking about, but there is, there is a lyric in there that says this is getting worse before it can get better. And that one, I always kind of feel like I almost want to provide a, a caveat before we play it of like, <laughs> I wrote this, you know, in uh, like March, 2020. So just so you know where I was coming from, because things are, maybe they won't get worse. Maybe they'll just keep getting better. I don't know. Depends on how you look at things. I'm sure it's always up and down. So yes and no. Well, one of the things that is getting better is we do have the bigger festivals, obviously under the big sky is coming up this weekend and you performed there 2019. What do you remember from playing the first one? I remember being very nervous, <laughs> which is, is kind of fun, honestly, because I do play so many gigs with such regularity that I don't often get nerves, you know, for the day-to-day gigs. But there are always some gigs that kind of remind me, oh, yeah, I forgot what it feels like to get really nervous before a show. You know, because it's just, you know, the idea of sharing a bill and a stage with so many, you know, massive national acts is a very exciting thing, but it definitely adds to the nerves. And, you know, the, the amount of people that are just there, too, is is something. But, I mean, it was a blast. I think it's it's one of those things where, because it's such an abnormal experience to play such a high-profile festival, it feels like it happens in a blink of an eye. You know, your set starts and you, then it's over. And so part of what's so cool about playing the festival is just kind of just being a part of the whole thing and being around and catching other bands and seeing your other local friends that might be playing there too and supporting each other. So that was something in 2019 was really cool. It's just kind of, in addition to my set, just kind of being part of the whole thing and the, and the creative energy of the whole thing. What are you most looking forward to this go around? I mean, you've got a pretty good slot on the stage. You kind of get front and center for a little bit, which, you know, is one of the cool things about the festival is the, the local artists are really highlighted as part of the main lineup there. Yeah. I mean, that's something I feel so grateful for is, you know, there isn't some kind of like hokey stage off to the side called like the local showcase or something, but they really do include us as a seemingly a valuable part of the festival, which means a lot. And I think says a lot about our local music scene that that it's, you know, worthy of, there are some acts worthy of being a part of that. And, and it's just really cool that Johnny and the rest of his crew would give us the chance to do that. I was actually, I had a rehearsal today. I just came from there and I was sort of joking with the guys that like anytime I've ever played like a bigger festival, it's all, you're always in like the blazing sun and it's like two in the afternoon and you can't see your pedal board. And it's like, uh, the idea that we get to play at nine o'clock, you know, with the sunset behind us over big mountain, it's just like, I, I mean, I think I'm just really looking forward to that. And just, you know, I feel like, too, when you're playing in the afternoon, sometimes it feels harder to really sink into some of those deeper, slower songs. And I I just look forward to just having that sunset hour and being able to really just go deep on some of those songs. And then you do mention, obviously, it's going to be cool sharing the stage and the festival lineup with a lot of uh, bigger national acts. Is there anybody you're really excited to listen to or hang out with? Who else are you stoked to see? I'm planning on definitely catching one of my best friends, Nick Spear, his band, Big Sky City Lights. They're playing Saturday, so I'll definitely be catching those guys. I love the Little Smokies. I, I, you know, for a long time, I just had never had a chance to see those guys. I mean, that's often how it is with, you know, when we're all working so much, we don't get to always see each other's shows. Yeah. And um, we get to open for them at a show last year, and I just got to sit back and enjoy their set, and I was just blown away. I was like, it's not like I was surprised. I knew they ripped, but I just was left with this feeling of like, God, these guys deserve every ounce of success they 
get because they are the real deal, you know? Yeah. Um, so really looking forward to seeing them. I really like Mandolin Orange. They're a great band I've enjoyed for a long time. And so I, and, and they got that Sunset Hour set too, which would be really cool to see. So gosh, and I mean, there's so many good ones. Shovels and Rope are awesome. And uh, we're spoiled for choice, I guess, with the lineup over there. So I appreciate you taking some time to talk and we're all really excited to listen to you this weekend. Thanks for including me in the support, man. I appreciate it. In the western sky Mike Murray will be performing on Friday evening at 9 o'clock on the Big Mountain stage at Under the Big Sky. His music can be heard on Spotify, and he can be found playing live almost every night in either Whitefish, Columbia Falls, Big Fork, or Kalispell. We'll be right back. And before we get to this week's headlines, Dr. Mark Remington of Glacier Eye Clinic has a message from our sponsor this week. I've known Jeff for probably around 20 years. Very good friend of mine. He's helped me both personally and professionally in the real estate market. He is super ethical, super knowledgeable. He's prompt. He'll return your calls and he'll steer you in the right direction. As a friend, he's been service before self. Contact Swenson Real Estate at 406-253-0033 today. Now, here's some more news from the last seven days as of 8 p.m. Tuesday, July 13th. The Whitefish Community Foundation awarded a $15,000 grant to the nonprofit Flathead Land Trust to help complete the Bad Rock Canyon Conservation Project, a monumental effort to protect 772 acres of critical habitat along the Flathead River while creating new public access and recreational opportunities. The Bad Rock Canyon Project will protect habitat used by 43 different species as well as offer an opportunity to expand the Gateway to Glacier Trail system for use by hikers and bicyclists. Glacier National Park's nonprofit educational partner, the Glacier Institute, is currently taking enrollment for its Going to the Sun Road Day programs. New this month, the programs offer educational hikes and can shuttle 70 passengers per day into the park from Columbia Falls. Participants will get a naturalist-led hike and interpretations at the park's most popular destinations, including Hidden Lake, the Highline Trail, and Avalanche Lake. Registration is open at GlacierInstitute.org. The Montana Department of Transportation will conduct a study this summer and fall for the southern end of the Kalispell Bypass at the Base Camp Drive and U.S. Highway 93 intersection, which has been identified as a traffic issue. The intersection currently features a roundabout, but multiple options are being considered, including a four-lane overpass. Just to the north, work is continuing on the Foys Lake Road interchange, where crews are paving the roundabouts and on and off ramps, with the overpass set to go into full construction later this summer. Last Friday, Montana U.S. Senator John Tester visited Kalispell to discuss his ongoing work to negotiate a bipartisan infrastructure deal between the White House and congressional members of both political parties. A group of 10 moderate senators struck a deal for a $1.2 trillion bill that includes nearly $600 billion in new spending on infrastructure. The bill includes money to revamp roads, bridges, airports, and water pipes. It expands access to widespread broadband and includes an investment in electric vehicle charging stations. The proposed bill, which is being drafted this week, is being written without needing to raise any taxes. 
And finally, the Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission continues to receive public feedback as it considers adopting new tools to manage wolves. Legislation passed in Helena earlier this year included a directive to drive down the state's wolf population, with options including snaring, baiting, and night hunting as well as an expanded trapping season. Under current regulations, hunters harvested approximately 350 wolves last year. Current population estimates peg the state's wolf population at about 985 animals across the state. That's our show this week, but before we go, a reminder that the new issue of Flathead Living Magazine is on stands now, so be sure to pick one up. And as always, you can stay up to date on the latest headlines of the day online at flatheadbeacon.com. This episode of the Flathead Beacon podcast was hosted, produced, edited, and mixed by me, Micah Drew. But the special thanks this week goes to our guest, Mike Murray, whose song, Western Sky, appears on this episode. For those of you attending Under the Big Sky this weekend, stay safe, stay hydrated, and have a lot of fun. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.